How did the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima during World War II influence the design of the Kikkoman soy sauce bottle? Well, let me tell you about it. Welcome to Design Dive, the podcast that explores design that's all around us every Wednesday in just 10 to 15 minutes, so you can get on with your day. My name is Chris Downs, and whether you're a designer or simply curious about how design impacts our everyday life, you're in the right place. So, Let's dive in. Today's episode is about this Kikkoman soy sauce bottle. Now, a previous episode, we talked about the Coca-Cola bottle and how iconic that curved design is to what it is today. And I would say this soy sauce bottle is equally as impactful as a bottle where its shape and form has really defined an era in how we consume food. It all started with a man by the name of Kenji Ekwon. He was away at Naval College during the time that the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima during World War II, his hometown. When he came home to the destruction, he was devastated to find out that his father and his sister were killed in the blast. This destruction, you can only imagine, would take a toll on you because nothing like that had ever been seen ever in history. And so during that time, Ekwon looked turned inwards and really thought a lot about his future, where he goes now. He said in his own words, faced with nothingness, I felt a great nostalgia for human culture. I needed something to touch, to look at. Right then, I decided to be a maker of things. And with that, he decided to pursue a career in design. But before that, while he was transitioning, trying to figure out what to do, Ekwon followed in his father's footsteps and became a Buddhist monk. But during that time, he decided instead that he wanted to attend the National University of Fine Arts and Music in Tokyo, where he would receive a degree in industrial design. At that time, after he graduated, he won a contract from food company Kikkoman to design a new tabletop soy sauce bottle. At the time, just to lay some groundwork and the context of how soy sauce was served in times past, soy sauce has been a staple in Japan for centuries. And so with that, in every household, soy sauce was at the dinner table. The problem was that soy sauce bottles were hard to hold. They would be sold in large porcelain containers and Again, they would be really heavy, so hard to pour, especially where soy sauce is one of those uh, high-viscosity liquids that you don't need a lot of to go a long ways. So holding it and trying to pour it was difficult and sometimes would spill. Uh, and because of the porcelain, you couldn't see how much of the liquid was left. You'd have to open up the top, look in, and kind of guess how much you think was left in the bottle. So at the time, Ekwon was designing this bottle. It took him three years to design it. 
and a little over a hundred prototypes to finally land on what the bottle is known today. Now, to paint a picture of what this bottle is, if you've ever been to a restaurant and seen on the side of the table this bottle, it's got the red cap with the, the slight spout sticking out the side and a large, uh, a narrow neck down to a large base at the bottom. Now, this, we've seen this all throughout history, but like I mentioned before, it took three years to design. The bottle was released in 1961, and it was a massive success. Now, let's talk about the design of the bottle itself and why it was so clever and why it went through so many iterations to become perfect. Well, the shape was very similar to Japanese saute glasses, so it was calling to that familiarity that Japanese culture was used to but the clear glass would allow you to be able to see how much sauce was left, whereas that porcelain, you couldn't. The large base was also to stabilize the bottle to prevent tipping, uh, so it was bottom heavy so that you wouldn't spill. There was also at the top, a, the spout was a very clever design called a, a reverse spout. So it had an upward angle that would slope inwards so when you were pouring the liquid would naturally fall back inwards to the bottle and this would prevent drips and help control the flow as it was being spread on food and lastly when you took the top off the opening was big enough that you could refill it easily without spilling you had plenty of area to work with so all of this contributed to the the problems that were I originally stated solving those and creating a product that was essentially solving as many problems as possible. Equan continued his design career. After he designed this bottle, he didn't stop there. Just to give you a glimpse into who he was, he also was noted to, of designing the Yamaha YA1 motorcycle a few bullet trains, and even convenience store logos. So a vast difference in types of designs, but really was a genius. In Japan, he really is an icon. He's the equivalent of Steve Jobs and Apple today. Now, the Kikomen soy sauce bottle exists in over 100 countries and home and restaurants around the world. Recently, in 2015, that bottle was exhibited in the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Uh, so it really is just an iconic design that is still recognized today. Now, Kenji Ekwon passed away in 2015, but we learned some things from him and the design of this bottle that we can really take into other designs that we see around us, as well as if you're a designer, what you can take into your own practice. We learned that life circumstances influence design. If you've listened to my podcast and have gone through uh, the episodes previously, you'll notice that there is a common theme in several designs where some sort of circumstance in the world, and a lot of which that I feel like I mention quite often is world wars influence a design whether it was used in wartime or 
to accomplish something that then transitioned to we just now use it in everyday use, those life circumstances really drive design. And so really looking at what other circumstances have driven design to what it is today, we can get a glimpse of uh, several different insights. Lastly, even though a design looks simple, you look at that bottle and you think, oh yeah, it's the soy sauce bottle. But even though it's simple, it doesn't mean that it was an easy process to come to. Remember that it took three years and 100 prototypes to come to that simple quote-unquote bottle. Now, anytime, and all designers that I've talked to will, will say, yes, it looks simple. It looks like it was easy. But I went through so many iterations to come up with that easy solution. So sometimes we take design for granted, and even though it looks simple, there's a lot of effort that went into it. So keep that in mind uh, the next time you see something that might appear simple. But the next time that you're at a restaurant and see this bottle on the table, don't forget the long history that has brought this bottle to where it is today. And that's our dive. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the channel, leave a rating or review, and follow the podcast on social media for updates on new episodes. But until next time, keep learning, stay inspired, and remember, design is all around us. See you.